0: Hello, Chiefs Kingdom. Welcome, everybody, back to the Chiefs Focus First and Ten Show. You are here with J.P. and Caleb. Hey,
1: everybody, I hope you guys had a great week. and I know you guys were very excited about that game. What do you think, J.P.?
0: Holy mother of God. I got to tell you, I did not expect that type of showing from the Chargers. I, I mean, I know that the rival teams are always a little tougher to play, and we've had some close ones over the years with, you know, the Raiders and, you know, the Chargers and even sometimes Denver, but good God, that was close, man. I mean, that kind of had me flipped out a little bit, but.
1: Oh, I was surprised watching that game because I was looking at it and it was like, this was like a classic barn burner where you're going to have a team just slugging out a defensive pass. And I don't expect the Chiefs defense to be perfect, but they were struggling at certain times. They, even the offense, I mean, Schwartz and Fisher on the edges were struggling greatly. They could not seem to contain Boza or Boza or Menard um, until the end of the game, which I was very surprised. So it was just very frustrating overall.
0: Well, I think a part of the problem was, is they came in with a different game plan thinking they were playing Tyrod Taylor and, you know, that didn't help matters. But to be honest, I mean, you're right. They couldn't, it's our, our, our O-line played terrible. And for, for the first really two and a half quarters, Mm-hmm. and i honestly thought they would come out at halftime with a different game plan and play a little stronger but you know the whole thing is when you have this team it really honestly makes no difference if we're down 12 15 points in at halftime 24 points at halftime because you've got mahomes and he did exactly what and by the way for everybody out there that didn't understand why tyreek um wasn't playing well or much he was injured the entire game. Mm, so I could
1: sense something because he was hobbling around, especially those big catches he did on those drives. Yeah. The last drive, he I could tell he was dealing with something. I don't know if yeah, a leg injury. He's got a calf, a calf injury.
0: Calf, so a calf injury. Yeah, yeah. Well he was
1: on the inner part, which is surprising. But I mean, like, yeah, you gotta hide sometimes. But just going throughout the game, um, one thing I noticed just Mike Dana, it didn't matter if they were down now. He was still fighting and he got a sack on Herbert which forced – which I punt in the, I think the third drive they had in the second half. That yeah. Was very impressive. Like, this guy has a seven-round pick, and he's blowing. I'd rather have – as I said last week, I'd rather have him than Joe and Clowney right now on my team. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, that's how I feel. But just looking at everything, man, we have a lot of injuries.
0: We do. Um We have a lot of injuries. We have a lot of – you know, this game – to be honest, I mean, I don't like to put play the blame game, you know, really, unless it was a Patriots game from two years ago or even last year. But I got to tell you, that one ref was horrible.
1: Don't get and me started. That guy was terrible.
0: He was horrible. And, you know, when they called that hold on, um, on 77, that was no hold. He barely even touched that dude. Yeah, he was not grabbing. He wasn't pulling. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he it was terrible and then there was only not one t-
1: significant hold i saw that whole game that actually the Chiefs did everything else was ticky tat even america Clinton lucas said that's a clown call bro yeah i mean even the city knew that that was terrible it was
0: terrible and even hell, tony uh tony romo said that i would have called that one you know well uh, him,
1: tony romo and jim nance were against the Chiefs the entire time let's not forget yeah they were undermining uh things and it was very frustrating because like, it's supposed to be a neutral party but as long as the Chiefs win. That's
0: all that matters, winning. Yeah. Well, you saw at halftime at the, you know, when Romo said, "Well, I think the Chiefs are in trouble." No, you never say the Chiefs are in trouble. That's the last thing you ever want to say. That made him look stupid because the Chiefs, no matter how far down they are, if you give them ten minutes, they're gonna come back and whip your ass. They're mm-hmm. gonna figure out a come back and a way of winning. I gotta tell you that ref though is just pure shit, and I was blown out of the water at some of the calls. Now. When Mahomes got what did they get did they do away with the putting all of your body weight on a player like on a quarterback? Apparently they,
1: because apparently because I saw Chris Jones do it, I saw Mike Dana do it, but I saw the charge defense on line Mel, uh, Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa do it to Mahomes multiple times. Yeah. Late hits constantly. And then even we to that to when Sammy Watkins caught that pass over the middle, get the first down. That, that was, was helmet to the so they hit him in the back of the neck. Yeah, even he reads in his press conference, he's very pissed. Because that call should have that should have been a call. Yeah, there's no way that should ever have happened.
0: Well, my opinion is that guy, that ref was one of the seven Charger fans that are left in the world, and he just went his direction. You know, I mean, it is what it is. But hey, whatever. We won the game. Um, Mahomes didn't come out. You know, I, I am kind of pissed, to be honest with you, some of these fans and some of the things that they say. I'm honest to God. I mean, I agree, man. Mahomes had a half Half of a bad game okay The man's he deserves to have A half a bad game well he didn't really have time I he mean didn't. yeah
1: we, it, it's a team uh, Game so it's gonna affect Everyone but yeah he had half a bad game Yeah he came about later Was able to do his thing but other than that it was Very frustrating
0: it was and you know He had what a half a second in the pocket Sometimes mm-hmm. you know and you Put that on the offensive Line don't put that on Mahomes because, if you, you know, he did his best with what he had. And, again, they came out with a different game plan than what they were presented. You know, when, you're, when your defense is set up to play one quarterback, and during warm-ups he injures himself, and all of a sudden, which you would never in a million years dream that that, that kid would have – Herbert would have come out and played, you don't have a game plan against him.
1: Well, And he, and he played well. Part,
0: go ahead. I mean, mm-hmm. he played well. I'm not going to take anything away from him. He played well. So –
1: well, the thing know. I would like to say about that, I was very frustrated because it seemed like Spags didn't adjust until the third quarter. I didn't see Darno Daniel out there till a third down, the fourth quarter, when he should have been in there at the end of the first, early second quarter. No, I agree. Darno Daniel was it could he sorry Daniel can cover those could cover awesome out of the backfield he can do it but they continue to play Vin Neiman and Hitchens who cannot seem to guard these running backs out of the backfield and then they can't tackle Yeah, that's the thing that just infuriated me because I knew that they could do it but they just didn't make the necessary adjustments until too late you gotta abandon the game plan sometimes if it's not going your way and that's one of the guys they should have moved on because yeah. I knew once they got pressure on Herbert and the cornerbacks were able to jam those receivers, line of scrimmage. It was up to the linebackers. And they weren't able to do it in most cases, especially in the beginning. So yeah. when the did decide sorry, when SPACs decide not to go ahead and make adjustments, I was very frustrated, especially coming out of the second and half. I'm like, dude, we're down nine to seventeen. We should not it should not be like this. The Chiefs should be able to go ahead and take over on defense. And as you saw, man, hey, they won the game, but that's concerning. That they're not making necessary adjustments, even with Andy
0: Reid. Yeah, and the defense was worn slick by the first half. I mean, they were out on the field pretty much the entire game. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Chargers controlled the first half of that game offensively, and that's you know that's scary to think about. Now, understandably, we do have some injured players. We've got a lot of rookies out there playing, and you want to see what these guys can do. And granted, with with the success that we've had over the years against the Chargers, you would think, okay, we can play these guys and be okay with it. But if you're down 17 to nine, got to make those adjustments very quickly. And they didn't do that. I mean, I assumed they would come out in the second half and everything would be just, you know, Mm -hmm. back to how they normally are. And it wasn't until the third quarters when they really started to step it up. Tyreek had a hell of a catch, you know, in the end zone there. Um, And he played injured the entire game. Frank yep. Clark went out with an illness. Well, yep. we, we, we know about that, you and I, but um, and that's his business. But uh, with that being said, we've got a lot of players that right now we're down to three corners.
1: They got to sign someone or they got
0: to That's what they're going to have to do. They're either going to sign somebody or bring somebody up real quick because we can't go on three corners. Now, granted, you know, Traverius Ward may be playing next week but it's not easy to play that position It's different when you're a slot, you know, in the slot and you're playing like Kendall Fuller did versus, you know, a press corner on the outside that with a cast, it's a lot harder to do. Yeah. Yeah, You can bat down passes, but you know, it's, it's still going to be a little more difficult to do. And if somebody says you use it as a weapon, I've seen that before with cast on, on, you know, the, the secondary players that have cast on their hands. Um, if it's really going to help you
1: when Pete, players are going to use it. I mean, it's going well. Yeah, regardless of potential yeah. intention, if it's intentional or not,
0: correct. So it, it's all it's all going to be a matter of perception. But in the same aspect, we've got to we've got to make some adjustments, and I think they're going to. They, you know, the one thing about our our team is that they see their weaknesses and they address them quickly. Well, and, I have a question for you. Are you surprised with the inacts
1: and actors that they had this week?
0: Extremely. So, a couple of now granted there was a couple that were hurt, I understand, but I, I, I don't get I still don't understand why uh why uh Ricky is still on, on in, yeah. the on the enacted list. I don't I get agree.
1: that. Well, yeah, let me go to read the inactive so everyone knows what we're talking about. So obviously Travis Ward, cornerback because of his broken hand, DN Demone Harris, D. N. Alex Hokafour, offensive lineman, Yesir Durant, and tied in Ricky Sills Jones. I was very surprised to see Okafor and Durant, or sorry, no, Okafor and Harris because they have always generated penetration on the defensive line and have always helped get to the quarterback. So I was very frustrated when I saw them switch off for top of Charlton because I thought they were just going to have more of a rotation. Maybe they were just trying to see and they thought, oh, well, this is a Chargers team who barely get the Bengals. We can go ahead and see what we can do. But
0: That's it's kind it's of what I, I think it was. was like, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. We got all these, we got some good players on this bench, but hey, they did their thing and hopefully I'd love to see Demo Harrison not before play next week as well as actually everyone else I mean after Yasir Durant he might need to play because obviously uh, sorry obviously Fisher can't seem to guard anyone on the outside he got beat every single play don't even get me started on I gotta that. tell that you that was irritating him no. and
0: yeah I, and I gotta tell you when you know everybody gave me a bunch of shit two years ago when remember when Fisher got hurt and I said well I wasn't missing him that much yeah and then you know Cam Mervin came in and you know that was worse but i got to tell you um Fisher to me has some great games against certain defensive lines and then he has some absolutely horrid games like he did today
1: this dude was and it up. i'm sorry but he, he was he was I mean, he was terrible today because they were trying to win but i was like oh my lord what are we doing yeah. here mahomes had no yeah. time it was like it was like, how do I say it? It was like a banana that you slay on the ground, and it's in a U-shape, and it was like they were snapping the banana in half. To like exactly, a, to yeah. Like a line. Yeah. Just a line yeah. vertical. vertical, And they yeah. like, gave them just me at no time at all. So I was very irritated, man. I mean, we were talking back and forth in the game.
0: Yeah. They're supposed to give him time. Well, I got to tell you, too. You know, even it, now, if we would have had a, a completely healthy wide receiver core, and our line was even even with our line the way they played, Mahomes is very good at getting out of those situations, but Hill was running at about half speed. Um, he just I mean, I mean as you notice, yeah, Kelsey, I mean, you know, thank god he was there because he I mean he had seven receptions in the first quarter, I think it he was he was
1: the security blanket of this team that showed up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, um uh George Kittle was inactive today.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he got hurt last for week, week one.
0: Yeah, so a lot of injuries. Got That's all Man, I this say. week was crazy, crazy oh. this morning with uh, injuries. I can't get over the and the high profile players that are hurt, mm-hmm. and some of them are out for a while. Yeah, I mean, I this think... isn't just one game stuff. This is you know three to six weeks for I think uh, Saquon Barkley. They said three to six weeks.
1: No, he has an ACL tear. He's done.
0: Oh, it's him. Now he's done. Okay. Well, I didn't know that what I had heard prior to that was three to six weeks. I don't weeks. see
1: him back. And I, think, yeah. and I think the same thing happened to Nick Bozo on the 49ers as well.
0: Yeah. And then uh, there was somebody somebody else. Somebody else got hurt um, for the 49ers as well. Their running back was injured. Oh, Raheem Mostert and then Jim mcgraw I have a feeling yeah. they might
1: have had a nagging injury, and they just took him out because they didn't want to risk it.
0: But they're it having been everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this that was there was 19 injured players, I think, in the first set. You know, the early morning games. I think there was nine. I think we counted 19 players because mm-hmm. um, I went over the list, and then um, uh, one other, one of the press reporters I was going back and forth with went over the list as well,
1: uh-huh. and
0: I was blown out of the water. How many players just across the league? I, it was just brutal. It was a oh, brutal weekend yeah. for football. That was um,
1: one crazy uh, thing I noticed. Just all those injuries, and it, it's sad because you want to see these teams at their best every week. But yeah, yeah. To see that was very uh, frustrating.
0: Yeah, and Denver, I got to tell you, um, they better hope and pray that that shoulder injury of uh, Locke isn't a long term. Oh, they did say three to six weeks. That's who it was. Six weeks.
1: But three to six weeks on Locke. But they had something with that backup quarterback who was in there. He was playing pretty well.
0: Yeah, now, but I gotta tell you, to I don't know. Head,
1: but I mean they were putting him in there. And I know you've been telling yeah. me worry about the Steelers, man, but the Broncos, I mean, they were like keeping keeping tangled sorry the Broncos were able to work with them.
0: They did a little bit. The the Steelers have an amazing amazingly strong defense. And Roethlisberger was out there just throwing bullets. So I you know, without Von Miller in there on that defense and a few other players that they're missing right now. And then losing their quarterback. I don't know how well they're going to. I mean, granted, this is the Steelers that have, you know, were missing their quarterback for a year. And they Uh lost, I think they lost three players today as well um, to injury. So it's just going to be a very strange six weeks coming forward now. Not just in the AFC West, but in the league in general. The only, I think the only team, well, they did. I think the Ravens lost one player. Um, but he wasn't, it wasn't a big name, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but there was, I think, maybe one or two teams that didn't have a major player get hurt. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be very interesting. And I know the Chiefs are going to make some serious changes come, uh, come next week because what do you
1: think is going to happen? So Gerard Herrick, what do you think is going to end up happening with these changes?
0: Well, I got a weird feeling. I mean, you know, you're, you're we're playing the Ravens.
1: Duke,
0: yeah. So, we're going to have to Now the we'll
1: spotlight Monday night game.
0: Monday night game, we're going to have to, we're going to figure out this cornerback situation. That's the one thing we have to do because I'm not so concerned with Lamar Jackson throwing the ball because you know he's not the greatest at throwing the ball. But if our line can't stop the run or can't stop him from running the ball, and then he does end up getting some open gaps out there on a couple of these guys, Sneed, Sneed has just made me realize that Rookies can play like vets. And he played, again, another great game today.
1: Mm-hmm, he did. Um, pick. Another pick. And he had good coverage. Pick. He didn't really get burnt this week. He had maybe a couple
0: no. here and there, but he was pretty good. He was. So, um oh, we lost. That's the other corner we lost. What's his name? Um
1: Antonio Hamilton. He mainly plays special teams.
0: Yeah. Uh, which was our fill-in, really, as a corner. But now we're down to three. Um, unless... You know Ward does come back, which what I'm, from what I'm hearing, he probably will come back next week. But at this point, we've got to make some changes, and we've got to. And I know you know the players are going to have a, a big say in the changes that are made. You know the stars that are on our team, mm-hmm. and I think you know between Matthew and 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 uh, Mahomes, there's going to be some some body getting their ass chewed tremendously, and there may be a couple of coaches getting chewed who, by the players.
1: Who do you think, who do you think should who, who should get that?
0: I think honestly the, the whole damn offensive line needs to be just ripped apart. They do. And
1: they put that man's know, future at risk. The whole they team's did reputation at risk is how bad they played.
0: Yeah. And if they don't make some serious changes quickly or step up their game, shit. I mean, that's that's gonna hurt us. And I you know, I I think we had talked during the game and I said I didn't think I'd miss Tardif so bad, but yeah. I do. I miss that man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a huge impact. And I bet he was probably sitting there going, oh, damn. I wish I was he there. he me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's the guy that, you know, I mean, hey, props to this guy because he's trying to help everybody right now. Yeah, I, mean,
1: I, I, respect, him. I, re- I, I respect him.
0: I do too. I do too. So um, what's your opinion of next week's game?
1: Um, well, I just want to jump back real quick and just talk about players who need to shoot out on the defense, the oh, linebacker yeah. core, besides oh, yeah. Dorno O'Daniel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Willie Gay so. Jr.
1: It shouldn't yeah. have to take for players to be knocked out for them to get snaps. Exactly. They can cover the fast receivers out of the backfield. Anthony Henchens and Ben Neiman and Damian Wilson are good in the trenches going after the ball carrier. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me that you're gonna put a beanie to player like Ben Neiman on their on Austin Eckler. This is designed to fail. Yeah. Smack did this last year. When Aaron Rodgers came into Arrowhead Stadium Sunday Night Football, Mahomes is out, Matt Moore play lights out, and the reason we we lost because of a fumble by Lashawn McCoy. Other than that, the Chiefs had a good chance to win, but that just shows me they're not. I'm gonna say this again, they're not adjusting. You have Door. I don't know what they don't fourth round pick on him. He's one of the best linebackers I think we could have drafted. And this guy can move all over the place.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I don't. Get I don't the know reasons. why Willie
1: really gauge isn't getting snapped either. At least give Durocher from door- because this guy can run around. He can keep up with those speedy backs.
0: He's been it, with it, this for it, so long. It, I mean, it, you know, it it's time. It's You're time to give him a shot. Yeah. Like sticking the same size and say, "Oh, let's try this." It go- it not, it's not going to work. No, no, they've got to make some adjustments and they've got to make make them quick and they've got to. They've got to figure out that you know, like O'Daniel. We've had that guy for—is this the fourth season now that we've had him? Who? Dorian.
1: This is the third season. I third mean. season. Yeah, this is no. This is the. This is gonna be the third. Yep.
0: This will be the third season we've had him, and he's not played. Well, he's he the is,
1: only time he has got significant time was that first season when our defense was terrible. And he was one of our best players. He was Jones, as a rookie, a yeah. rookie. Yeah.
0: I 100% so, agree.
1: They need to do something because you're going to be playing with Lamar Jackson. You're going to want to have Dorian Daniel out there to stop this man. We yeah. can't have missed tackles. How are you going to allow over 20 tackles missed? It felt like the entire – actually, no, it felt like the first quarter because they couldn't tackle. It just doesn't make any sense how this team continues to start out slow. You have to play hard the entire game. And – I'm on my soapbox here, but it just frustrates me. This is something I can see them continue to do week after week. Now, it was great that they won. Bucker, money. My God. Do it, but it just shows you, man, that they got to adjust and they need to have the right players in the right positions. Now, Stags is good at doing that, but you're trying stuff and putting the team at risk sometimes. And it just yeah. makes.
0: No- you're right. And I got to tell you, hands down, I don't care what anyone says. Bucker's the best kicker in the league. Oh, he is. That man just hit a 51, a 58, a 58, a 58. I don't care what anyone says. He is the best kicker in the league. So, and to be iced basically three times in a row and move back five yards. I'm he telling still you nailed now, him every single time. Every time, dude. The guy is just Money. So anybody out there that wants to say Harrison's not money, you're high on crack because that kid (laughs) is straight money. He won us that game today, and he deserves the game ball, period, end of story. There wasn't nobody better than him on the field as far as I'm concerned because he he scored everything except for a couple of touchdowns that, honestly, I don't know. I mean, there was a touchdown that was taken away from us, yeah. I mean, there was. But Mahomes threw for 60 yards in the first half. That's the first time I've ever seen him play so badly. But it wasn't all his fault. I mean, honestly, I mean, he had no time. He was put on the ground, pressured more than I've ever – I think he was probably pressured more in this game than he was in seven games last year. It was like every other play, they would have an issue trying to guard. Yeah, yeah, and I don't get it. I mean, and then when you do finally get somewhat of a decent run out of Mahomes, and thank God he ran the ball when he did, um, then you get a holding call. Or a pass downfield and you get a holding they call. holding calls. Yeah. They were. Yeah. And they were crap. There was a couple of them that were pure crap. There's, there's not a play in the NFL ever. There's not one single snap in the NFL that there's not at least one, two, or three holding calls or holds mm-hmm. that don't get called. So why do you... And then the stupid neutral zone in fat fraction. For Christ's sake, man, the guy was a half inch across the neutral zone. Leave him alone. Warn the man and move on. That's the second time in two two years now that that's happened to us and almost this one almost cost us a game and it cost us a super bowl the year, the, the year that we that it happened with the uh, D Ford I'm yep. sick and tired of seeing this shit if it would have been anybody else it would have been a warning but oh neutral zone infraction that guy straight up is born raised a freaking Chargers fan he's one of the seven left that give a shit about that team and he made that very evident today excuse me I'm sorry I had to make that clear No, I understand, man. It was uh, just, you know, it
1: was glad they got the win, and but.
0: I I used to think that these refs would have a chance to, Mm -hmm. like, go back together and huddle up and say, "Wait a minute, no, you're, you know, you may not be right about that one, you know, but he's the headline judge, so okay, well, whatever he says goes. Who cares? Mm -hmm. I mean, before, yeah, Mm -hmm. and before we move on to the
1: next thing, I just want to say this: the call that irritated me the most was. The false start that oh, they didn't
0: close, God, yeah.
1: like the start first NFL touchdown that he threw. Yep. I'm just gonna need that, but that's back to back weeks the Chiefs have been hosed. That's 14 yep. points that have been put on the board that has allowed other team to score on the Chiefs.
0: And agreed,
1: uh, Chiefs won, but at the end of the day they all have we all have stuff to work on, and they're going to continue to move on. Yeah, but uh, moving on next week. Sorry, no, actually no. So moving on to this upcoming week. Do you see that she's going after any possible free agents, or what do you think is going to happen? Because that cornerback room is thin. They might have to get some other players on the off of the line, and maybe give up linebacker. Well, have you have you heard anything, or have you thought of anyone possibly?
0: I, I I've got a couple of people in mind. I know they've got a couple of people in mind. They've been kind of holding off to see how things were going to progress, and I think it's now time that they make a move. Um, you know, there's a reason why Beach hung on to that money the way he did. Everybody, oh, why well, didn't sign this? What? There's a reason why. This is the reason why. Well, for all you cheese fans out there that bitch and complain when Veach doesn't spend the thirteen point eight million dollars that we got sitting in the cap, there's a reason why. Cause if we lose somebody, we can always bring someone in. We've got until, mm-hmm. what, October 30th or something? Yeah, October 30th.
1: Yeah, no, October 31st, I think.
0: 31st. So we got you know, we got until Halloween to sign somebody. So that gives us plenty of time to find out how we're gonna fare out during this first five or six weeks to see if we're gonna need someone to sign and, and fill in. And right now, it looks like we're going to need somebody. And I've got a couple calls in as soon as the game ended. And I'll find out what I can find out as soon as I can. But um, they're being kind of hush-hush about everything right now. And they don't want want nobody knowing. And then there's a couple of guys out there that, you know, a couple check marks that run their mouths too soon. And when that happens, you know what happens. Somebody else goes after them and offers them more money. Mm -hmm. And it happens. it's happened to us over and over and over again for the last three, four, five years. And I'm. That's why I am very quiet about it for the most part. I'll tell you. I'll tell the people that I can trust, which is you, and that's it. Okay. I don't. I don't bring it out anywhere else because I've learned my lesson. And uh, you know, people can troll me all day long. Here, uh, yeah. Are the Chiefs looking? Yes, they are. Do they have the money to yes. sign someone? Yes, they do. So. You leave it at that. If they decide they want to bring somebody up from the practice squad that they think is going to be strong enough to be able to handle it, then that's what they'll do. But I right now feel like they are going to have to sign. They need a cornerback. I don't know if anybody on the practice, they need a cornerback and I don't know who's now. One thing that I can say, I don't know if he is ready, but I know Spags had mentioned a couple of times, not just on live in in a press conference, but he mentioned to, that within the team, that he feels like Jody Forston could be a great
1: Whew, corner man. I mean, that would be nice, but I rather have him on the offensive.
0: Me too. Me I, too. I just think it's if, more, if if, this if,
1: isn't the time to have an, ex, I don't know,
0: this isn't the time to do that. It's no experiment yeah. time. It's, that's what it is. It's, this is a run it back season, and you don't want to, you don't want to experiment with anything right now. But I'm just saying that was something that he did mention, not just in a press conference but he mentioned it within the realms of the front office so and the other coaches within the team regardless they're going to have to figure out something really quick and honestly if now I don't remember Swartz giving up sacks like he's given up or hits like He has he's not a lot of sacks in the
1: last two weeks he's allowed
0: sacks and pressures so many yeah. pressures I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if he's just worn out. I don't know what's going on with him. Fisher, he's been like this since the day we mm-hmm. signed him. He's been wishy-washy. I've said this since day one. Everybody trolled me over it because he has a great season. He has a great six games, and he has a really crappy three games, and then he has another six games that are good. It all depends on who he's going up against and what week he's going up against him, because the guy is hes not very consistent when it comes to that position, I'm sorry, but he's mm-hmm. just not. And Bosa was a straight up, finally got his first sack against Mahomes today. And it pissed me off to no end because he should have never, gotten to it. never I, got I to it. I can
1: understand if it would happen, but it's kind of like you got to do everything you're, you have to do everything to stop it. And it didn't get stopped, but just move on.
0: Well, you know what sucks? This is what pisses me off. And this is the last thing I'll say about it. When you look at the O line that the Bucks have right now, okay, which honestly is half of what we have as far as an offensive line is concerned, statistically, size wise, or anything else, and Brady is constantly protected and barely gets hit, but Mahomes gets pressured constantly in one game. I mean, I don't think he had like what 14 pressures, 15 pressures, I think two he had sacks, like eight,
1: eight, eight by halftime, something crazy like
0: yeah, eight by half time. So it was insane and then they came out in the third quarter after that first uh, series the Chiefs had, pressured his ass some more, and then how does Brady, how is it that Brady can have a worse offensive line not be nearly as mobile and get less pressures than Mahomes does, and we got a better offensive line with a 24-year-old quarterback that is better than Brady ever thought about being? I don't understand how this can possibly happen, but that's just my opinion on all of it, and I think... At some point, you're going to have to realize that these O linemen that we've got may not be everything that they think they are, and we don't get the breaks that Brady gets. No, we got they had so a fight and claw. It's time now. More, we got a fight and claw for That everything. was
1: more nerve wracking. So than I have to say, when they played against the Lions, that was more wracking than last yeah. year when they came down to the end. And even I'm going to say the Super Bowl was nerve wracking, but just the way the team was playing, we're like, what are they going to do it or not? So. But just, yeah, but yeah. Moving, I mean, it was so good. Scary. yeah. But just moving on, so with this Frank Clark situation, I'm wondering if he's going to be playing because of this issue that he's having. I just hope he's okay. Yeah. That's all that matters with me at the end of the day. I'd rather see him be healthy than on the football field because that guy has done so much for this organization. If, even if he didn't, I still want him to be okay because
0: Well, here's the thing that I'm getting real tired of not. I'm getting tired of these fans saying day-to-day shit like they did about Eric Berry all the time. Oh, is he going to be day-to-day? Is he day-to-day? You know, has he got a tummy ache? All this shit. Look, you don't know what's wrong with him. And not you personally, but you fans out there don't know what's wrong with him. And what he has is not something that just goes away. And if you had it, you wouldn't even be able to get out of bed in the morning, much less get out on a football field. So all you guys out there that are bitching and complaining because Frank Clark may have an illness, you don't know what that illness is. So you might want to get off that silk box you're sitting on and wait because he's in a lot of pain 90% of mm-hmm. the time.
1: came out all last week. Like and said, I mean, last year he was hurt, and he came and he battled every week. And then when it came to that end stretch, he just went off. And seeing Frank right. Clark the way he did the end of the divisional round, the end of the AFC Championship game, the Super Bowl, the way he played the final snaps, to take on his quarterback, or take down the opposing team's quarterback, will always be submitted in my mind. The Trooper, he showed no matter how how hard life is, you never give up. So I just want to say prayers yeah. to him and wish him the best of luck because I know he'll be back with this team. But I understand if you got to take time. I understand completely. And fans, you know who you are. Especially a couple of them have been running around, running their mouth. You just need to stop talking bad about the man if you don't know what people be you have to be dealing with at the end of
0: the day. Exactly. That's exactly right. There's a few out there that, you know, for the most part, we've got the best fans in the world. You got 10% out there that have no respect or no feelings, no empathy, Mm -hmm. no anything for these players. But if it was on, if it was them, they'd want everybody to whine and cry for them. Well, you know what? Just because they make a lot of money doesn't make them any less vulnerable to anything else that goes on that every other human being may catch or have or whatever the case may be. So chill the hell out and let them, let this team do what they do and let that man alone because he does what he's supposed to do week in and week out with this, what he has. You're Nobody could do what he does. Nobody. No, Frank I Marcus can promise is a different you that. beast, And that's why
1: we'll always support that guy. <clears throat> because yep. he gives so, it
0: 110%. Every damn time. No matter how bad he feels, he's out there playing. So get off your soapboxes you 10% and just support the team because they don't you know they they hear everything you say they see it. And he proved it last year. He was a little pissed off last year and when he came back and he was feeling better and he played his ass off that those last 10 games really, 12 games. Everybody shut up then. Mm-hmm. And they started to hit that delete button real quick. Waste of money that Frank Clark was. Mm-hmm. Really? That waste of money basically helped us win a Super yeah. Bowl. He was a that big part of that.
1: Brought to that defense. That championship swagger who Matthew brought. But, that's uh, right. Move, that's go right. Ahead, sorry.
0: No, that's, that's it. That's yeah. all I but got moving to Moving
1: on to next week, the Chiefs play primetime game against the Ravens. What do you think is going to happen in that game, and what are your thoughts moving forward, and how do you think the Chiefs will maybe look at practice moving forward this week?
0: Well, they've got to make some adjustments, but I can tell you this. I, I think it's going to be a win for the Chiefs. The reason I say that is, is because we play our intensity level goes up by about 50 times when we play primetime games and we are going to make the adjustments we have to make. We are we've already had their number and I don't think Lamar Jackson has improved. They haven't improved their team that much to to warrant a worry at this point in my opinion. And so far, they haven't played anybody that I would say, wow. You know, they made a big deal about how they beat the Browns. That's the Browns. We it's the Browns. To blow them out. Okay. What do you expect? And then who did they played? The was- no, was they Washington. No, they played the Houston
1: Texans, which I expected to be back and forth the game, but they obviously overpower them because the Texans have really don't have a
0: defense. No, and and you know, I've got to tell you, looking <laughs> at the Texans right now and their running back, that everybody made such a huge deal David about Johnson. he's good he's good but he hasn't he hasn't done what I thought he was gonna do and I, I'm just I'm really kind of wondering how they're gonna I don't see them making I really don't see them making the playoffs this year I you don't see don't. the Ravens
1: making the playoffs um,
0: no not the Ravens I'm talking about the oh Texans. okay yeah
1: yeah I, well yeah no we'll
0: I, make, I think I they just, will I don't barely make it
1: in as a wild card team
0: Well, they might with their, they might with their, in their division. I don't know. They might, but if they don't step it up, I don't know, man, it's going to be a, it's going to be weird to watch the rest of the season unfold. And you know who else hasn't had any kind of, um, game since really we put a stop to is that, uh, what's his name? Um, everybody made a big deal about him last year saying he was the best running back in the league and. We ended up putting, he only ran like 69 yards against us. Derrick Henry, he has not had anything as far as uh, any of his championship run games that he had prior. I think he only put up, was it 68 or 58 yards or 68 yards this week. So I don't know, man. It's going to be, uh, uh, I think the Chiefs will make the adjustments to be able to do what they're supposed to do. They made. They proved a point today. Okay, the point they proved today is this: regardless of how bad they're playing, they're gonna come back and win. Mahomes. I don't know. Did you get his stats for today? Um, his I stats for
1: it. the day. Let me see if I can find
0: them real quick for you. They were um yeah, very minimal in the passing. first half. And he had now listen yeah, to go this. Ahead. I found him. 300. Yard, over 300 yards passing. But 60 of those total in the first and half. And he
1: had 57.4% now, go, completion after all the drop catches and balls took the line and balls thrown to the ground.
0: Still had yeah, which yards. I think that was statistically his worst, you know, pass percentage game or completion percentage game I think he's had. But you got to realize you got Sammy that got injured. You got Tyreek that was injured playing pretty much the entire game. And he still caught what was that ninety four yard touchdown or something? No, it was like a after 40, the run or whatever it ended up wow. in, uh, Well, it was fifty eight years. It had to be something like that. Because yeah, it was up, fifty something up. in the air. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. Well, the one that was called back. What was that one? That was huge. The one they called back on us. No, the one, that, one that was ever
1: called back this time.
0: I thought that was this. Didn't we have a, a pass Last that was week called we had back? One. Was Not deep? this week. That was, that's right. That was last week. So, um, and forgive me guys, for some reason, my game, my, uh, where I live, I have the absolute worst when, for some reason I'm behind by a minute minimum of everybody else. And I don't know what is causing that problem. Um, so when I'm during the game, when I'm retweeting, which she's focused, I may be behind, because I'm not seeing what you guys are seeing at that moment. I don't know why that's going on, but I'm going to get that fixed. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. In fact, I think they said that Mahomes didn't last week, he didn't have over a 20-yard – he didn't have a a ball over 20 yards.
1: um, No, he just dinked and dunked, picked apart that Texans offense. and and defense. And I think, honestly, that's going to have – they're going to have to do that this year because teams are not going to allow them to have the big play over the top. They are going to to dink and dunk in – Forgot all those plays in the middle of the field. And it took them a little bit. But one thing I noticed, though, yeah. is they kept trying different things. And once they found something and it clicked, they stuck with it. And that's what helped them win at the end of the day. So.
0: Well, I can say this. They, they figure out the one thing about our team, and I'll say it again. If you give Mahomes 10 minutes and we're down three touchdowns, He's going to come back and figure out a way of beating you. Our team is going to come back and figure out a way of beating you. And granted, Andy is doing the exact same thing he did last year. And he's holding back a lot of plays that he came up with that they're going to use down the stretch that we may not need for the first six or eight weeks. Now, granted, if we got some injured players and things of that nature, we may have to pull out some of those plays. But he saves all that stuff for the end of the season. And that's a very smart move on his part mm-hmm. because that's when you need it. That's when you need those plays. So he did the exact same thing he did last year. Everybody was saying, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell? <laughs> well, that's why. Because he's doing what he knows how to do. And that's that's what I love about Andy Reid. I love this coach. I mean, we couldn't be any more... Blessed than we are right now with the coaching staff that yeah, we, we between we him, no Eric Bieniemy, and Spags, we are in a great position coaching wise. Now, and of course, Brett Veach, you know, is Veach. There's nobody, in my opinion, he's the best GM in football. But, and that's, and I would say that if he was with the Steelers or if he was with even the friggin' Raiders, as much as I hate him, I would say the same exact mm-hmm. thing. So, Veach is just a He's a freaking God when it comes to this. I mean, he just really is. So everybody out there that's flipping out, don't flip out because it's one game. We're allowed to have a bad game, which if you consider over 300 yards and what three touchdowns and yeah, he got sacked, he got beat up, he got hit in the back pretty hard, which I think should have been a call. He still threw for over 300 yards and 270 of those were in the second half. Yeah,
1: the Mahomes dinked and dunked but still got his yard at the end of the day and that just showed you that this man's a warrior and i know he was frustrated throughout the game but he was able to come through and ride the team and that's one thing that you need on a team because many times i've seen especially with the cowboys with Dak prescott any of these other guys oh, down damn. and they're like oh, you're not keeping themselves hyped up <clears throat>
0: it's besides the day
1: but you see that everyone's struggling you need that special someone, that quarterback, Who, to make sure. Hey, guys.
0: Who did the Cowboys play today? Huh? Who did the they Cowboys the play Falcons. today? They played the Falcons? The Falcons. Well, I got to say, the Falcons haven't been that amazing. Huh? Um, the Falcons haven't been that amazing. No. Um, as far they as shouldn't I'm have concerned. lost. Uh, yeah, they should have. I guess I'm getting some. Oh, I'm finally getting some questions here. Sorry. Uh, You're gonna, A couple of questions. Um, Um, one guy says, do I still agree with Denver coming in second? Um, not without luck or lock.
1: The Chargers will move to that position if anything, or even the Raiders might be able to make a case.
0: I don't know if the Raiders can or can't. I'm still a little on the, on the, uh, I don't know about them yet. Um, bandwagon. I, I just, I, I, I can't really, um. I can't really say whether they're going to be all that in a bag of chips just because regardless, we still have Derek Carr. They still have Derek Carr. And yeah, he can have a great Mm -hmm. game. And then he'll go straight to crap. And the one thing about Derek Carr, and he's always been this way, is once he's down, he usually stays down. And they didn't win by a lot. Um, That was a really close net game that they played. Their one game. I don't. Did they? they did you even see? A, they haven't played today. No, I mean, they? they.
1: They play tomorrow. They, they, to they play the tomorrow. Superdome.
0: Yeah. So, um, and I got a feeling they're gonna get roasted tomorrow. Um, just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I'm
1: um, thinking about that game. I think that the Chargers the Raiders will pull up a good fight. I think the Drew Brees in the win. I'm winning. Um, unless yeah, something I mean, crazy he's, happens, he's something. which is possible. I've seen teams pull off. Crazy upsets, and that's one thing I will never count team out. And that's why whenever we're looking at predictive scores and, hey, Super Bowl, I'm always like week to week. Because if you shoot for that moon, <laughs> if you shoot for that moon with the Super Bowl, and they land on the, the AFC wild card game to lose, it gets frustrating. So I always do week to week because, hey, you got to change it. We Let's keep going. But it's going to be a interesting game, yeah. Monday Night Football. Um, I do think that the Saints will end up winning
0: and we did get a question here it says will Bucker be stopped, will Bucker be stopped? Uh, can he can he kick a field goal further than Mahomes can throw oh, a touchdown well. well no but he can I, can he be stopped probably not unless he's somehow you know injured but he is the best kicker in the league that was from um let's see that is from Matt Graham um the zombie biter mm-hmm. is what he goes by um Yeah, Bucker's the best kicker in the NFL. There's nobody better than him. He he can't throw a ball further than Mahomes, or he can't kick a ball further than Mahomes can throw one because Mahomes has proven he can throw a ball 100 yards. But, uh, and with accuracy. But, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love the question because, honestly, I've said it since day one, and I talked to Harrison when we signed him. And I said, man, you, I said, I got to be honest with you, bro. I said, I was nervous. I said, I didn't know how well you were going to do, how well you going to fare. And you just came out and played like an animal. And you got such accuracy. And he's such a calm individual. Um, he's just, he's constantly, he's, he's always in that evolution mode. He's always evolving into this better and better and better player and a person. So I think, in fact, I'm trying to remember somebody I know that in the press had said that they were on the field, um, while he was practicing and he kicked one like 68 yeah, or 69 I, I yards. Talking
1: about, He just wiped it up. Right yeah.
0: Now. Yeah. And I think, you know, in a, in a game setting, do I think he can get 65, 67 yards? Yeah. I, think wow, that, wow. I mean, I really do because I think he's very, very, he's extremely focused. He doesn't look at anything with the ball in the goal post. He doesn't care who's coming at him. He, as long, if that ball's put in the right spot and it's placed right, I do believe he could actually hit 65, 68 Man, that'd be nice. You could use um, that sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and and there, you may... I wouldn't be surprised out there, Chiefs fans, if you don't see that at some point this year, he may be in a situation where he's got to kick over 60, over 62, over 63. And if he drops one, man, you guys are going to just be screaming because... He's got the leg to do it, and he's got the accuracy to do it, and he has the mindset to do it. So whether it's practice or whether it's in game-time mode, I, I do believe he can do it without well, fail. Do you remember
1: how he got Bucker? Go do you remember the whole uh, story?
0: Yeah. He got him oh, yeah. Carolina oh,
1: yeah. Panthers practice squad. They were trying to hide him there, and Brett Beach found him. That yeah. just shows you Brett Beach is really looking, and he will find the gyms. He will find the a-
0: – Oh, okay. a, so, it's so funny when you say that, man, because everybody was flipping out last year when he was sitting at that Green Bay game and they said, Brett Veach was spotted at a Green Bay game. Who's he signing from Green Bay? He ain't signing. He's looking at players on a practice squad. He's looking at players that may be on a bench, but he's also scouting out and scanning what we need to do. And if, if that's what he does and that's what makes us a better team, I'm all for him traveling all over the friggin' country if he wants to go to other games to watch and scout out these players and talk. Now, granted during that time, we were considering take signing one of their players, but regardless, he was there and he's done that numerous times. It's not the first time he's ever went to another football game and watched Mm -hmm. that game. He'll sit in the stands and watch a football game because he wants to see what's going on. He looks at everybody's practice Everybody. He looks at everybody's third-string players. He looks at players that are sitting at home right now on the couch. He's watching these guys. So just know that Veach is out there, and he's doing his best to make Mm -hmm. sure that we are going to succeed for a very long
1: time. By the way, I have another question from another fan. Uh, Matthew Matthew Ramirez wanted to know, What do you think the Why do you think the Why do you think the defense struggled so much This game
0: Well they had some injured players Um, I think their game Plan was thrown off because they were really Considering their whole game Plan was based around Tyrod Taylor Nobody in a million years ever thought That they were going to end up playing Against that kid And nobody I mean I don't think anybody In the NFL thought that kid was going to get a start today or at any other point during the season, unless Taylor was hurt. So I think it was a combination of a few things. It was injuries. We were down a cornerback in, in Traverius ward, Frank Clark didn't feel great at all. The line wasn't playing up to par because they weren't expecting to play against this kid. And the kid, honestly, weirdly enough, I, I kind of wonder in my, just back of my mind, how much he actually practiced with the starters because usually backup quarterbacks don't practice that much with the starters Mm -hmm. and they get about three to 5% of the reps in practice. And if that, and he came out and he played extremely well, extremely well. And he's a different player than Taylor is. I mean, he's just a different player. So, I think that played – there was a couple of factors that played a, a part in that. What do you think? I agree
1: with you. I think, yeah, they weren't expect, expecting to see Justin Herbert out there. Even I was kind of trying like, oh, this is new. And I thought that she's going to get a welcome-to-the-league rookie moment, but they didn't do that. And I expect them to do that at Arrowhead. He's not – they're not going to come at Arrowhead and do that. I'd cheer you that right now. Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, fun Park aren't going to take that lightly. They will get him. So, um, but, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they weren't prepared for his, him because of the game plan. And then also, as I said earlier, the adjustments were extremely late in that needs to be fixed because Spags and them need to put in Dorna Daniel to cover those pass receivers and running backs. Because we're in a league now where teams are going to want to use the running back in a passing game. So
0: I agree. Um, one thing I, I was kind of happy to see was Thompson out there. Yeah, he did pretty good. Yeah, he was stopped the third. I think
1: second down, which stopped it from even coming to first. Yeah. So it was he did pretty solid. So I was very happy there.
0: Yeah, I was too. I got to yeah. tell you, Mahomes really impressed me today, in other ways other than just his normal abilities, because when he ran, he ran I think three, three or four different times, but he really saw that opening that one up the middle was a great run, and. I don't know, I think he picked up, what, 21, 22 yards on that run?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he got the first down on, like,
0: a, was it the second and 20 or a third and 20? I can't remember. It, was, it might have been third and 20. Um, but I, he really impressed me with his running abilities today and his wherewithal of what to do and when to do it. Um, that made me feel like, okay, regardless if we're down a wide receiver or down a running back or whatever the question may be, or who we're losing, um, we we have the guy that can do what we we need him to do. Um, Mahomes just posted right now, her uh, a legend. Yep, I just uh, saw it. Yep, he is a legend. Yep, yeah, he's amazing. I wouldn't be surprised if he has break some kicking
1: records from our famous kickers because in the past they would not. Our some of our pl- kickers would not make them, and um, that's one thing. When you have a kicker like curve, you know you got a chance, and that's why I will always be grateful that Brett Veach got him off the Carolina Panthers practice squad.
0: Oh yeah, man. I mean, I, you know, honestly, like I said, I, I wasn't real sure about the whole thing at the beginning, and I even, like I said, I told him that. But I, I also told him, I said, man, after watching you, I am so glad you're here. I mean, you don't even know the difference you're going to make. And I said, you're going to be, you're going to be the the difference maker in a Super Bowl or the reason why we go to the Super Bowl are a huge reason why. And he, um, he said, well, I appreciate it. And he was, he's always been such a cordial, appreciative mm-hmm. individual. Oh. Um, just a great guy all the way around. I'm blessed that I got to talk to him and, um, I still, you know, we email back and forth, you know, at least once a month. And he's just been a great, great person to speak with overall. Um, He's got a hell of a cute kid too. I got to give him that. He's got a cute kid. So if you're listening to Harrison, you got a cute kid out there. But um regardless, moving on, um, this Ravens game. What is your prediction on the Ravens game?
1: I think the Chiefs can win. They have to make the adjustments, but I think it's going to be something. It's going to I think it's going to come down to the last uh, second. I think the Chiefs are going to edge out <sighs> 31-28. to 28. I think it's going to be
0: something like that. 31-28. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm with you in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're going to play like they did today. Um, I think they're going to make some adjustments, and they're going to come out firing kind of quick because they know they have to against the Ravens. Um, I don't know that the defense is going to allow – a lot of points, like they have. I know that right now, Matthew is sideways, and oh, I, believe, they, I I got they, a text. Be- yeah, I got a text saying that he kind of went off in the locker room, and
1: um, I'm not surprised. I, I believe.
0: Yeah. You in fact, the text just came through. I don't know. If probably they probably heard it on my through the microphone because it buzzed, but said to, uh, <laughs> said the landlords in. The locker room collecting rent from everybody in there right now. So that made <laughs> me laugh a little give bit.
1: Me Fifteen, if you want to play out there. <laughs> so
0: hey, that's great. I mean, he needs to do it. Um, he's he's the catalyst, and 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 people listen to him, and they they follow his lead. So it's going to be a situation that he's going to have to come down and and really rip these guys a new one. And I think the defense feels what it's like to they're they're going back and they're they're remembering the first eight games of last year and they're going to, they're not going to let that happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not going to let it happen again. So um, I think we're going to end up, um, we're going to end up beating them. I think it's probably going to be, I think we are going to score well over 30. I think you're right. 30 Can touchdowns. 30, uh, do you think they're going to, th- I think it's going to be a little both. I think it's going to be touchdowns. And I think, I gotta be honest with you, Matthew is probably gonna, I gotta, I'm gonna throw a prediction out there, I think Matthew's gonna grab a couple picks next week Ooh. and um, at least right. one minimum, but I think he's gonna grab a couple because he's had Lamar Jackson's number and I think he's gonna grab a couple picks and I think we're gonna end up winning I think it's gonna end up being 34-24 is okay. my you know
1: prediction. I yeah. agree with you there it's So gonna be, so bye.
0: No, that's it. I just I think that's just where it's going to be at. I think it's going to be a 34-24 game or you know, within a couple of points and we're going to we're going to come out victorious.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait prime time Monday Night Football. And we will do our best to provide a show to you guys um and I know you guys will be ready for that because I know you guys we appreciate everything you've done cuz our numbers have gone up uh, doing our podcast and we're
0: grateful for everything. Oh yeah, the numbers are going up, and uh, we really appreciate all you guys that listen. And the more you, the more you listen, and the more you retweet, the more content we're gonna put out. We do have some things coming. It is moving a little slower than we thought it was going to, but everything's in the works. And the reason it's moving slower is because we want it perfect. And the thing we don't is- want to put out crap content, and we want to make sure that everything that we do is above board. So, with that being said, um, you can. What do you think about that part of it?
1: Oh yeah, I was here with you, to say uh, the pyramids of Egypt weren't built in a the day. They took exactly. Content. We have some great content every day, or one step closer to our goal, and pretty soon we're gonna have some exclusive content that you guys are gonna enjoy. We're trying to set up some player interviews. We're trying to get uh, potential, maybe some uh, other things in the work, like possible more giveaways so just be there waiting and continue to listen to our show because we could be having a giveaway right jp on our show, yeah
0: it could, could be coming up next week
1: maybe, maybe um, a former nfl player
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah For, former nfl player everybody loves him and um he's a great guy and i think uh once we uh once he's on the show you guys are going to pee your pants probably right there on the <laughs> seat but that's okay it's okay to pee pee your pants every once in a while when you get excited um but uh he's a great guy and he's you know we've we've talked on the phone a few times over the last week or two or actually over the last month or two and he's more than happy to do whatever you know to with the fans and um it's gonna be a really cool giveaway and then we got some more coming along the way so uh with that being said um I think that's a wrap. What do you think?
1: Yeah, man. The only thing I would just add to what you just said is the Chiefs will find a way to win the game. <clears throat> we have seen them down twenty-four nothing in the divisional round, come back and win. Down seventeen to seven in the AFC Championship game, come back to win. Down twenty to ten with six fifty-two left in the Super Bowl fourth quarter, came back and win. And then you saw this just just this afternoon, the Chiefs were down seventeen to nine. And they came back and won. So don't count this team out. There's going to be some bad days. And, hey, if they lose game here or there, it's all right. Because they're going to come back and win. And everyone's going to be happy. I'd rather see them yeah. lose games in season than lose that playoff game that takes them to Super Bowl or even lose the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, yeah I 100% agree. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Who's this? One last thing. It said, um, I don't know what this says. Something about polite dissent. Um oh they were talking about they're talking about Mahomes and us talking about how you know Bucker's the best in the league.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: there's a lot of guys out there that want to dispute that. Um but somebody put in there Justin Tucker's entered entered the chat. Um which I'm guessing
1: That's fine. I'd rather take Mahomes. I mean sorry, I'd rather take Bucker at the end of the day after seeing what he's done in several yeah. games. Yeah
0: yeah yep I'm the same way man well anyway guys um, we will talk to you after the Monday night game and we'll see how that goes and then uh, see how that Monday ga- Monday night game fares out and then we will talk to you again next week uh, have a great week enjoy whatever time you have with your family right now if you're staying at home if you're going to work please be safe and um We're out.
1: Yep. Thank you guys. God bless. Have a good week.